Lucky you. Best 36 holes in golf. You tuned in to Alternate Shots Podcast. Barney's Army. Where we talk about golf. Barkies, Sandys. Poker. Bond. James Bond. Horse racing. I'm all in. Great movies. Alfred Hitchcock. We have no script. And down the stretch they come. We're glad you joined us. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. <laughs> <laughs> Whoop. Let's start again. Coming forward nicely is Tunchi and losing a touch of ground there was Erosa. King of the track is off the track making ground. Behind them, Super Attentive go with Gusto starting to run and out to the back. Carson's run to the extreme outside and Joel Rosario trying to go for broke now. My boy Prince in the summer stakes from Western World. Here's Carson's run. Benyatta. What a slingshot run down the outside by Dylan Davis. Carson's run storming out wide. They're wide apart. Carson's run and my boy Prince flat up against the inside and they are well clear a go with Gusto running on, but down extremely wide on the track. Carson's run and powering on for a fantastic win. Dylan Davis and Carson's run by about two or three lengths. My boy Prince's run second. Go with Gusto third. That's just like what they call Steve Boucher off the first tee, powering it down the fairway. Steve Boucher, the owner of Carson's run. Billy, we're joined by royalty here in the racing world. Steve, thanks so much for coming on Alternate Shots podcast and entertaining at least Billy and me today. Well, thanks, guys. I'm honored to be on with you. And I do a radio show every week. They say I have a face for radio, so I appreciate your comments. <laughs> I have the same face. And I, and I think the same love of horse racing. Carson's run, that was a good turf that day as opposed to firm. Santanita is probably going to be firm. Was that going to help hinder or be neutral for you guys? Well, we had the post draw last night. and Carson's run came in at 14. And, yeah, way on the you know, I was, yeah, I was kind of saying, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. But after watching the replay of that race, he, he was as there. wide as he can be. Free yeah. and clear, nobody in his way, and he won handsomely. Dylan Davis, he's an up-and-coming jockey. This is his first time at the big dance, and we have all confidence in Dylan. He's really – he's ridden um, Carson's run for his first three races. We won our maiden. We came in second in the anticipation state, lost to a filly, um, Gallibrand, who's running in the juvenile um, fillies um friday as well so thank god she's not in our race i saw the owners they were going to put her in our race i said no please keep her by herself keep her with the ladies <laughs> well, she, was <laughs> life and death. she was life and death to beat carson's run that day but um no you know carson's run and in 17 days after after losing by you know a, a, a nose in the anticipation stakes in saratoga Miguel Clement called me and said, Steve, I think I want to send Carson's run up to Woodbine. I really feel good about Carson's run, and he may have a chance. 17 days later, we send him up, and doesn't he win, as you just saw the replay, and won quite handsomely. I was really – and with my silks on to, to boot. I mean, listen, when you have a grade one race, when you're in with my silks, it doesn't get much better than that. Not for you, it doesn't. And I, and I, I saw Corson's run finished, you know, twenty-four and two for the last quarter on a good surface. That's not bad time, especially when he's not responsible for the fractions. And he kicked clear. There was no yeah. doubt. He won. He won off by two and a quarter lengths. You're going to run into some competition with Endlessly, who has sort of the same running style. Have you looked at that? 
Yeah, you know, I've been I, I, I've been looking at them at them all. You know, we we, we got a, a good field. And, you know, obviously, when we bring in um, some of those, you know, foreign um, athletes and put them in the race, you know, it's funny, a funny story. I'm actually out at Santa Anita now and I came out of my hotel, you know, 545. It's dark out. The shuttle's waiting for me. I get on. Everybody around me is literally um irish i mean you you can't and not because they were drinking beers that early you can just tell when somebody's irish correct so who is who billy hasn't been irish since uh what 40 years ago (laughs) yeah so who sits right next to me but aiden and i'm saying am i on the wrong shuttle we are going to santa anita there's you know Long story short, we get to the gate that I thought we were going to, and Aiden says, "No, we need to go on." And the whole time, Aiden has um, oh God, the jockey's name's going, you know, Ryan, Ryan so, Moore. Yeah, right. So He's it's got, me, uh, Ryan, Frank and Aiden, and Aiden is giving Ryan a lesson on how he wants him to ride. And I'm looking at this. I said, "I'm pitching myself." I said, "This is pretty cool." So don't we go to a gate and everybody gets off the bus? Aiden looks back at me. He's such a gentleman. He looks at me. He says, geez, he says, I'm thinking about leaving my bag on. I said, well, I said, be careful. I mean, the shuttle's going to be going back and forth, right? And Aiden looks at the driver and says, you're going to be here for me, right? And the driver says, yeah. And Aiden says, you're actually not with us, are you, Steve? I said, no, I thought this was the hotel shuttle to the track. I said, this was your private shuttle. So I had a pretty good um, start of the morning before the sun came up over the mountains. It was really pretty cool start. Then I got to see Carson's run. I actually went to visit him. He's such a gentle, gentle giant. I mean, just a good horse comes right up to you. Not all horses are like that. One of my first horses was Keen Ice. And actually, that was my first horse. I was in a syndicate back then. Now I'm buying them direct. But I was I was in a syndicate with um, Donegal, and I was a spokesperson because I was from Saratoga the morning after he beat American Pharaoh in the Travers. And I'm looking at Keen Ice, and I'm kind of you know holding his head. I turn to talk to the reporter, and doesn't Keen Ice come down and chomp down on my arm? I look back at him, and he's a nipper, a real yeah. nipper. Fast forward. So that was eight years ago. So last spring, I bring a couple friends, Mario and Neil, down from um, my club in Florida, the Lexington, and we go to see Keen Ice. He is bigger than life. And doesn't he come out? Now you think he's rested, right? He's out there grazing. He's kind of doing his thing 200 times a year. You get the picture. I think he's relaxed. They take his eyes off him. He nipped me again. Carson's (laughs) run is a real gentle teddy bear compared to keen ice so there's different spectrums of of horses anyway we're not here to talk about keen ice let's talk about you've been around the the block a couple times steve who's got a better behind kim kardashian or carson's run come on i was looking at the back end of your horse that's something carson's runs behind is all natural bob all (laughs) natural yeah but he might not make as much money with it as she does (laughs) this is true this is true you know, you, you said you were in there among Aiden O'Brien and his crew, and you were listening to him talking to the jockey. Anything you want to let out? Any information <laughs> for us? <laughs> it's like you, you got to be uh, sitting in on the quarterback's huddle. Well, a linebacker you know, from the other team. 
you're you're you know you're here for a lot. Yesterday I was in the post draw and um, Jenna was was interviewed about Archangelo and you know there was just something that you know you just kind of wondered if Archangelo was healthy and this morning didn't they scratch him and retired him so he won't be racing in the Breeders' Cup. Breaks my heart. Yeah, yeah. I thought he was. You know, uh, you hate. I thought he was on his way to the stars. Yeah, you and I both. You and I both. And her with it. She's an excellent trainer, an excellent person. Uh, you know, great for the sport. Oh, to see that win in the Belmont, to see her be the first woman trainer, to see Javier Castellano. He rode Keen Ice eight years ago. Um, yep. to, to see all of that play out, that was, you know, horse racing needs some good stories. That was a great story. And that was truly to be with them and, 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 you know, watch that happen. That was good for the sport of horse racing. Yeah. And I, like I say, I think we only saw the tip of the iceberg. I think that horse had a lot more in front of him. Yeah. You know, they're fragile. You think, you know, 11, 1200 pound, you know, athletes on four, what seems to be twigs of legs. Yeah. I mean, it just, it, it's just, you know, they're true athletes. Well, it's going to make that race a lot more, uh, comp comp um, what's the word competitive uh, in the betting windows. Well, sure. will. that changes the dynamic a little bit. I'm thinking about here. taking some money out of my wife's IRA and putting it on Carson's run to show. <laughs> Carson's runs Carson's run I, I'm giving you a neutral handicapping uh, analysis and I have him in the top three for sure I just endlessly is the only one I'm really worried about I think it's going to those two guys are going to bust out near the top of the stretch or making a turn for home they both have great acceleration it's going to be a humdinger and I'm rooting for Dylan Davis who is an underrated very good jockey and from a, a, a horse racing family that seems to have limitless numbers of people well you know it's funny you say that um billy because he's been in the saddle all three of carson's runs races he knows the horse he's worked out with the horse in the morning up in saratoga and he's an up-and-comer he's never been to the big dance and i'm a loyal guy I am so happy that Dylan is riding Carson's run. We could have gotten a more, let's say, experienced jockey. And some may say, geez, you probably should have for this big race. But I, I kind of like the underdog. I'm an underdog kind of a guy. I kind of like the underdog. And I kind of like the fact that Dylan, he's going to want to, he's going to want to win this race. Yeah, he's going to he, be hungry. Yeah, he and I are going to talk. And I'm going to tell him it, it, it's, it's like golf. You know, you, you got to believe it. And he's got to, you know, when he gets in that saddle, he just has to believe that he's going to win that race. And obviously we know he can win being wide because he showed that in the, in the summer stakes that you, you started off the show with. Um, so I'm, 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 I'm happy that Dylan's in the saddle, um, whatever the outcome. And I'm hoping that Carson's run is in the middle. It's just nice to be, in the Breeders' Cup. Not many people get this opportunity. I think Dylan's good enough to find himself a spot in the middle of the pack on the way to the first turn. I think, I the, I think the kid is very good. I, you know, he's very competitive in New York, and that's not a good, play, easy place to be competitive. Easier now than it used to be, but 
Sorry, Steve. Yeah, go. He's really great. Is is it? It's sort of like Eric Cole and Reed Cochran. You know, Eric Cole's had quite a run. He's just a couple bucks short of five million dollars, and he's still got some more trees to pull money off of. And he's staying with uh, Russ's son Reed, and I'm sure they're having a ball. We talked to, I think you saw the Eric Cole episode about a month ago, and Billy said on the episode, when you come back after you win, when you come back, will you come back on the show? And he he said, sure. Well, darn it, if he didn't have two good chances out of three to win. And they must be having a ball. I mean, you know how horse racing and golf is similar because you face more losses than any other sport. Well, I'm fortunate to be friends with Eric Cole. I've golfed with Eric Cole. And like Dylan, so Dylan comes from a horse racing family. Dylan is as nice as it, it, he, he, he can be. You saw that ride in Woodbine where he took him from way back, dead last, and maneuvered his way and, and rode him brilliantly. And that's why I'm, I, I think I agree with um, Billy. Dylan is really going to be the jockey to be on Carson's run in my mind. I'm all behind him. And Eric Cole, he is the poster boy for the PGA. Eric Cole is as nice as they come. He comes from a golfing family, obviously, and he is as nice as, as, as they come. He, and for him to golf with somebody like me, believe me, I have all I can do. I heard you start off saying down the first fairway. Listen, sometimes it takes me two to get to the first fairway. Billy, don't um, listen to this guy. He just won the Big Skins tournament last weekend and beat all the hustlers at Tequesta Country Club. But, you know, you're right. Eric Eric Cole, I thought I knew the nicest guy on the planet. He's a member of Wingfoot. His name is Billy Mangan. And if you're ever fortunate enough to meet him, you'll never forget him because it's like going into the Bloomingdale's counter and the girls spurching uh, perfume. His niceness comes off of you, and you're nice for at least a couple of weeks after you see him. Eric is the same way. Yeah, you yeah, feel guilty re- by not being nice afterwards. Yeah, no, he's a true, true gentleman. He is just, he. I'm so happy for him. And, you know, I asked him on, on the 18th playoff hole for the Honda Classic, you know, he he will tell you he hits that hybrid. I think it's 240 degrees on the money. He was 240 out. He hit his hybrid. What he forgot about was his adrenaline. And he hit that hybrid, I think 260 into that back bunker. Um, you know, just that, that was his tournament, but he's, he's going to win. And I think he's going to be around for a long time. And I'm so happy for Eric back on the horses. So I have a quick question from an amateur uh, uh, horse guy. In this race, we looked at uh, Carson's run came from behind. Now he's racing a bunch of different kind of horses, probably high quality horses, but the quality has got to be better in this race. How do you think the mm. horse will race in the Breeders' Cup? Well, and, and you hit it on the head. The quality of horses in this race is just superb. I mean, athletes, you know, from all around the world coming in for this race, and it's going to be a different race what we have going for us is they're still babies they're just two-year-olds and that's something that you never know how a two-year-old may act up and that i think is what we have to remember we've seen carson's run in three races now where he really looks pretty solid so i'm i'm forever the optimist and i i i just think that you know these horses it's not like they're three four five-year-olds they're still just youngins. They're all babies. And 
anything can happen in this race. That's the only thing I have going for me, um, being a, a two-year-old in a race of this caliber. The thing that I do question, though, and we need, you know, Carson's run isn't good with the early speed. And obviously being that wide, as you said, Dylan has to find a way to make it happen. But to race that many horses in a race on the grass that close to a turn, I question if that's really, let's say, how do I say it, as fair for two-year-olds to have 14 horses in this race? You know, should it be more like 10 horses? I don't know. I'm still um, naive when it comes to horse racing. What What do I know? But I do I do wonder, it seems like a lot of horses for such a, for, for, for these babies to be racing on grass um, so close to a turn. So that that's what we have going against us. But Dylan, I'm hopeful, is going to find his way. On paper, it doesn't look like there's an overwhelming amount of speed, maybe two or three horses. I can't tell about Aiden O'Brien's horses for sure, but I guess my boy Prince will try and make the lead. Uh, Carson's run seems to be a stretch runner. I prefer that, actually. <laughs> And he does hold the race's uh, highest buyer figure, um, along with Endlessly, with an 80. And his buyers are going straight up, which is always a, a good sign for me. So even if I wasn't talking to you, Carson's run would be a very serious uh, contender for getting my money. Yeah, nope, I agree. I'm Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited about this race. I think Carson's run has a lot to prove. And I think it's going to be a good horse race, different caliber than the race up at Woodbine. But I think it's going to be truly a good horse race. Well, he dispatched that group at Woodbine. That was almost an easy victory. He, he could have won by more. He could have started. So there's a lot of things that that he showed up there, not the least of which was he dominated that field. Yep. 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 True. There's your boy. How pretty, have you seen a prettier horse? And I know that you're biased, but I, I mean. How can you even compare him to anybody with the name of Kardashian? <laughs> well, let me roll this. Let me roll this. Big horse. Let me, let me roll this and let's get the back end of this thing. And then I'll tell you what I was thinking about. Oh, man. Okay. This is all, this is real. This back end is real. Yeah, you, this is all I hay mean, and oats, huh? There's nothing. I mean, we're talking all horse here, baby. Look at that butt. There's not a scratch on this horse. Aren't there usually scratches from hitting a rail or hitting a whip or another horse, Steve? No. there's. I mean, this horse is, a. as I said, I was with him just a little while ago before our podcast today, and I, I can't believe how calm, cool, and collected he, he seems. He's in the... In, 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 in his stall, he just kind of um, did a little walk around, and he really, he's just a good horse. Came right over to me like we're longtime buddies. Just a good horse. Where, you keep him in Florida? No, um, actually, he's been uh, up in Saratoga, and we just shipped him in on Sunday here. And from here, I'm thinking he's going down to Payson's Park. Christophe and Miguel Clement, too phenomenal father-son training team. I love these guys. I've been with these guys. I've been friends with these guys forever. They have most of the um, horses that I have. I just 
trust these guys. They're good trainers. They're good to their horses. They're good to their staff, their team. They are just wonderful guys. And they, they take most of their horses down to Payson's Park, just outside of um, Jupiter, for the winter um, and kind of give them a rest. And I'm, I'm, I haven't talked to Miguel or Kristoff yet on this, but I'm pretty sure Carson's run will be headed to Payson's Park after, after this weekend. Well, Kristoff excels on on the turf. I mean, he's a great trainer all the way around. But you put a good turf uh, horse in his hands, he knows what to do with it. The only thing I feel bad about with Kristoff, so he, Miguel, my son Ryan, and I had dinner um, the week of the Belmont when um, Tonalist won, and you know I was all for Tonalist going back, I think eight, you know, nine years ago um, when I was just you know, kind of interested to be a horse enthusiast and how do I get into the game? And they kind of coached me and so forth. Um, you know, these guys are just solid guys. The only thing I feel bad about is sister Marjorie in high school. I took French one. I took French two. She would not let me take French three. And when these guys talk to me, it's like, say that again. I, I have to listen for everywhere. I love these guys. I mean, listen, they can talk. And, and to me in French all day long, I have no idea what they're saying. Um, but I wish Sister Marjorie let me go on the French three because I may have just a heads up with them. Well, you understand what they're saying when they say, you know, smile for the picture in the winter circle. <laughs> I notice I notice Carson has good, pretty good peripheral vision. Is that accurate? For no, I think you're right, Bob. I think if Hogan had this, he'd have won twice as many majors, and same with Tommy Armour. They didn't have the vision. Tommy Armour, because he got gassed in World War One, he lost his sight on his left eye, so there goes the peripheral vision, and Hogan lost his peripheral Hogan, vision in the accident. Hogan, with threat of peripheral vision, Hogan might have realized there were other people playing with him. <laughs> he realized Claude Harmon had a hole-in-one on 12 at Augusta. He, he didn't even notice that. Oh, I know what I want to ask you this question. So Billy and I love the movie Let It Ride. And that last scene where he's go about to win his fourth race in a row. And he's got all the money. They have to go to the counting room. And they have such elation. They go heads over tails. And when he wins with that horse, they go over in the, in the high-end uh, lunchroom, dining room. Right, Billy? And that yeah. Billy and I talk, Billy talks about elation. What's elation mean to someone like you? Uh you know, well, being, listen, I come from humble beginnings. I, I've worked hard for the last 34 years building my business, and I don't take anything for granted in life. And when I became a horse enthusiast, you know, obviously growing up in upstate New York, and I actually grew up in Troy, which is a half hour south of Saratoga. So, you know, living in, in Troy and Saratoga now, you know, you just, you know, you, you, the horse races is part of what you do every summer. It's the summer place to be. Did you ever hear of that? And it truly is the summer place to be. So when I decided, you know, at my, my, my business was at a point where I, I, I could kind of, you know, do some hobbies and I decided I wanted to get more into horse racing. So, Eight years ago, you know, as I shared with you, one of my first um, partnerships that I got involved in was Donical and Keen Ice. I mean, he took me right right to the top within months. I mean, that was as exciting as it could be to be in the 
Travers, Beat American Pharaoh, Breeders' Cup, Pegasus, um, Dubai. I mean, how does it get any better than that? And as a as a partner in Donegal Racing, Donegal Racing taught me a lot. My next partnership was um, with Woodford, and we had a horse called Catapult. And we were just talking about John Sadler being out here in his neighborhood. Um, you know, this is his neighborhood. And, you know, Catapult was, was in a Pegasus as well. I've been lucky out of, I, I, I forget how many Pegasus has there been. I've been in four of them. Um, so I've been lucky as, as, as a young guy. But this is different. This weekend is different because now, you know, in that Woodbine Stakes race, it was my silks on the horse. I'm partners with West Point Thoroughbreds. Terry Finley is, he comes from West Point. He's an amazing guy. His classmate from West Point, um, his son is named Carson. He has um, the wolf um, um, syndrome. He's, you know, same, same illness as Cody's Wish what Cody's wish is named after. So Carson's run, you know, Terry wanted to name him after his classmate's son. And I said, absolutely. So there's a story with this horse beyond horse racing. And Carson's dad is going to be here. I'm looking forward to meeting him. So to, to, to know that I'm, you know, part owner with West Point. So West Point and I are, are partners in this horse and Terry Finley, is as good as it gets. Obviously, graduating from West Point, you just have to look up to those guys and gals. But to be at this race is pretty huge. If we win this race, it will be, I mean, it'll be over the top. It'll be to the moon and back. It'll be really dynamic. But I'm just excited knowing that I have a horse in one of the Breeders' Cup races because it's few and far between two of the best days of racing in the world, the best horses from all around the world. It's pretty special. I guess you can see I'm pretty elated now just talking about it. Oh, that's great. You might, you might go off the favorite. Well, it'll be an interesting morning odds. We'll, we'll see. And, you know, it's funny. You started off talking about the turf. I'm actually, I got a bird's eye view here um, in, in Santa Anita. And, and we were talking this morning about it, the way the sun was reflecting off the turf. It looks a little like choppy out there. So it's going to be interesting to see how that turf is, is ready for Friday's racing um, and how Carson's run takes to that turf. It'll be really interesting. When you say choppy, is it like a golf fairway that's just been aerated? Huh. You know, it's a guy, you know, like, like you, you know, Bob, you're out there, you're taking all those divots, you know how to hit down on the ball and you got to replace those divots. You know, you and Eric Cole are two of a kind, aren't you? No, he doesn't <laughs> take a divot. He hits the ball first and then walks after it five feet from the hole. This is terrific. Yeah. And, you know, I will say that we are on a little bit of a gambler's roll. Right, Billy? We, we had some very good golf karma in the last month. We interviewed James Nicholas. He won the first stage of the Q School qualifying for Corn Ferry, going away, shot 2,300 par. Eric's bundled up uh, another seven figures in three weeks, and I hope we can just push this Royal Flush karma on you and your team. It would be so exciting. I said we put Archangelo in the winner's circle for the Travers. Let's put Carson's run in the winner's circle here for the Breeders' Cup. 
So you know what? The hotel I'm staying at has a spa, and I'm going to get my hair and nails done just <laughs> in case I get my picture taken. You I want to look good, guys. Yep, you well, got to look good for the picture. You're going to look good. And we just want to see – we want to see a big elbow – to Baffert, get the hell out of my picture when you get your picture taken. How's that? That that would be so priceless. Who? Who? <laughs> well, as Billy said to Eric Cole, after this is done, maybe you'll come back and talk to us and share with our uh, our viewers and us the, the elation. Either way, we just think this is great. How about Russ Cochran? Talk about nice guys, right? There aren't many better than Russ Cochran. I mean, you put Eric Cole and Russ Cochran in the same sentence. You got two of the nicest guys in golf from both ends of the spectrum. No, I'm I'm excited, guys. I'm hoping we listen, win or lose, whatever place we come in, it'll be I'm elated just to be here. If I spend the money to get my hair and nails done and it's worth it because I'm in the picture, that means that I got a few more dollars coming my way from the purse, which isn't a bad thing. And Billy and I might be there, too. God, God willing, plenty of future for Carson's run, regardless of the outcome of this race. So he's got a lot of he's got a lot of career in front of him. He, he, he sure does. You know, you just pray to God that all all riders, all athletes stay safe, finished across the finish line in a good, healthy way. That's all we ask for. What's the weather? Is it uh, like 70 ish? Absolutely. I mean. Can you see? Yeah. I mean, it's absolutely beautiful, and it's going to be this way all all week long. It's absolutely gorgeous. Not Perfect like the Belmont, right? Remember the Belmont? No. There was that uh, smoke coming from Canada down to New York. Ugh. Yeah, it was almost canceled. Between yeah. smoke and rain this summer, I'm telling you. You know, last year at Saratoga, I think we pulled five races off the turf because of rain. This year, almost 70 races came off the turf because of rain. So you look at a horse like Carson's Run, how lucky was he to have a couple of his races on the turf and have and be able to race on the turf? Um, so many horses did not have that opportunity because of all the rain. All right. Well, this has been wonderful. And all I can say is Kim Kardashian, eat your heart out. <laughs> <laughs> look at look at that butt. I know. I know. Do you have the picture of me with Carson's this morning? Yeah, I'm going to put that up. You'll see that in the finished product. Oh, man. Um, without your nails is, done, though, how can we put it this up? Is a, the e, e, even the even the Kardashian gals may be interested in dating a guy like Carson's run. I mean, look at with a butt like that. You know, this guy is built like a real true racehorse. He's a stud. And he's not going to give them any back talk. <laughs> All right. This has been great, Steve. You got a lot of things to do. You're such a class act to join us. And thanks so much for your time. I'm sure everybody's going to have a laugh. And now a new rooting interest in Carson's run. Bob, Billy, thank say, you. Say hi to Chris when you see him out there. I know he'll be out there. He's hoping Beer Can Man makes the cut. But right now he's needs two scratches in that race. Yeah, I will. I will. Thank you, gentlemen, for thinking of me for today. I hope I didn't bore you or the audience. and. Listen, as I said, I'll, for both of you guys, if you put $2 a show on Carson's run, I'll reimburse you if he doesn't pay. 
<laughs> okay. We got that on tape, Billy. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Uh, uh, well, at least we have a laugh to add at the end. <laughs> Thanks for joining Billy us Casper. today. Billy Horner. We really appreciate your Double feedback. Indemnity. And please Marky. subscribe to the Two show. And hit Claude the bell Harmon. icon so you get notified. Movie classics. Of new episodes. Mark Gable. Hit them hard. Job. And hit them off. That's 36 holes. <laughs>